We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're back with CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Chaz Henry. There's a problem at Arlington National Cemetery, and it has to do with the equation of the number of veterans passing away, some members of the baby boom generation who went on to live long lives, others much younger being honored after giving their lives in combat, these days in Afghanistan and elsewhere. The cemetery is set soon to complete a 27-acre expansion, but there's just not that much more adjacent space for it to grow. Even with the expansion, the people who oversee the cemetery say it could reach capacity with no more room for burials in 20-some years. So a panel is right now considering whether the rules regarding who can be buried there should be tightened. To get a sense of how that might work, I talked with Army veteran Gerardo Avila. He deals with these sorts of issues for the American Legion. I asked him first when the federal government consciously decided it needed to be part of offering and maintaining final resting places for military vets. So I think we can look back to the Civil War. They decided to start burying uh, people in Arlington back in 1864 was the first burial there. And I think as part of that, also as a way of thanking somebody for their service, uh, the government felt that there should be uh, a place identified where somebody can uh, be their their resting place. You know, so NCA is a, a branch of uh, VA, which is the National, National C- Cemetery Administration, mm-hmm. uh, and currently they have about 135 uh, national and state cemeteries across the United States, and these are active cemeteries where a veteran based on their eligibility, can be buried there. So it guarantees you uh, a gravesite, a, a marker, and obviously perpetual care of the grounds and everything that comes with it, as just as a way of saying thank you for your service uh, to any veteran that has served. And what are the criteria then for uh, a veteran being eligible to be buried in one of these cemeteries around the country? So currently for NCA, it's, you have to have at least 24 months of continuous service with an honorable discharge. Uh, and then you can be eligible for either burial or internment, obviously, if you get cremated in one of these uh, national cemeteries. And these are pretty well maintained, the, the few that I've seen around the country. I'm guessing that's a standard that the uh, the VA holds? Absolutely. So that is part of, uh, if somebody chooses to go there, uh, the perpetual care of it. Um, you see the flags on Memorial Day. You see the wreaths across America, which a lot of them are NCA cemeteries. So this is all part of the service, of lack of a better word, for anybody buried or interned at these uh, national cemeteries. And what does that entail when a, a veteran uh, passes away, their family gets in touch with the VA? What sort of services does the VA provide? So, yes, absolutely. The best advice I can give anybody and their loved ones is have a copy of your DD-214, your discharge paperwork. It's going to be key. It's going to, uh, the family usually works with the funeral director. They give them a copy of DD-214. This person was a veteran. The funeral directors kind of make the arrangements with, uh, you know, if, if the family elects that they're going to be put in a NCA, a National Cemetery, uh, cemetery, they will make coordinations with the cemetery. Uh, and uh, they will also make coordinations with uh, DOD, you know, th- at some of the services or c- could be a firing party if they want them. You know, they could it's be just also... a fire salute. Absolutely. Uh, they could also have the bugler. Uh, so th- depending on the different types of services that the family wishes for, 
uh, they can relay this to the director and the director make sure that they coordinate with uh, DOD to have that, that branch of service represent them during the graveside services. Now, there's a difference, I understand, between a lot of these uh, National Cemetery Administration uh, sites that are run by the VA and Arlington National Cemetery. What is that? So basically, Arlington is controlled by DOD. The Department of Defense still falls under the Army. So NCA does not oversee Arlington. So everything's run through the Pentagon, Secretary of Defense, Secretary of the Army. Kind of think of Arlington as run by the Department of the Army versus the 135 or so uh, national cemeteries are controlled through uh, Department of Veteran Affairs. So that's the two main differences right there. A lot of people know Arlington. I mean, Arlington is really sort of the, uh, almost the national point of focus when one thinks about burying men and women who have died in, in service to their country. Uh, it holds that special place, I guess, partly because it was the first, right? I think so. I think the history of Arlington, um, the location of Arlington. So I don't think no other cemetery across the United States uh, will ever be able to replicate that. Uh, so Arlington holds a special place, not just for service members and veterans, but I think across America. You know, if you ask civilians, they can probably tell you something about Arlington. Uh, so I think the Arlington is unique and special. Uh, and also the level of services that are, are there. Uh, you talk about um, Memorial Day, Veterans Day, uh, the things that remember is the laying of the wreath at the tomb of the unknown. So these are things that are kind of built into the American fiber, and this is what we know. Uh, so I think that's why it stands out and is uh, unique to itself, Arlington is. Often a place that tourists will visit when they come to Washington, D.C., and uh, the, the rolling hills and just the row and row of, of grave upon grave is is pretty striking. But it's a finite piece of real estate, and that's creating some issues now. Absolutely. So... That's the current statistics. There's approximately 80,000 slots available. Uh, this is a combination of in-ground and above-ground. Uh, the current estimates are that Arlington, if nothing is done to either change uh, eligibility criteria or maybe acquire new land, which we know it's, it's, not, it's a very tough choice depending where Arlington is at. There's not a lot of rooms to expand. Uh, Arlington will reach capacity in about 2043. So about 25 years from now, there will be no more room for burial if everything stays the same. So those are the kind of challenges that we currently face. And so in order to face that challenge, the uh, Defense Department has put together a panel to look at, I guess, in essence, who should be buried in these comparatively few remaining spaces. So Arlington started the discussion maybe about a year or two years ago. They put out a survey and the whole goal of the survey was to basically begin the dialogue about what the American people, not just service members, veterans, and their families, but just the American general public, what do they think the future of Arlington should be? And they basically created uh, different dialogue criteria or different dialogue points as far as if we do nothing, Arlington will be filled up in about 25 years. Are, are people okay with that? The result of the survey from the 28,000 respondents was that people would like to see Arlington continue well into its future. But in able to do that, there has to be some hard choices to be made. Uh, one of them is going to be changing the eligibility criteria, making it stricter. Um, some discussions have figured in saving the remaining slots for those killed in action or active duty, or maybe recipients of uh, Medal of Honor recipients, and just kind of that criteria. So with that, we're going to ensure that Arlington will continue. The problem with that is that if you change that right now, there's, it's going to affect thousands, if not millions, of veterans or service members that wanted to uh, be laid at Arlington. You know, they're going to have the, the ability to do that because they'll reach capacity. But the other question is, 
even if we don't do anything with that, if people are, are opposed to changing the eligibility criteria, by not enacting that, you're making a choice, and that choice is going to be that Arlington is going to reach capacity in about 25 years. So in essence, uh, Arlington will not be an active cemetery. Arlington will not close. Arlington is still going to be Arlington. People are still going to be able to come visit, and everything will be the same, just it will not be an active cemetery. And I think that's a discussion that we as VSOs and also just the American general public, because it is Arlington, I think that they can um, have their voices heard or maybe have their choices of what they want to see for the future of Arlington. So remind me again of the current uh, rules for who can be buried there. So Arlington differentiates between above ground and below ground. Uh, those in ground are currently restricted to killed in action, uh, those who died in active duty, military retirees and the recipients of some Valor of War, uh, Purple Heart, uh, Medal of Honor, those could go in ground. Uh, above ground is basically anybody with at least one day of active duty service time that was not for training and has an honorable discharge that can be put in a columbarium or a niche wall. Uh, the difference there is, you know, NCA only has one standard. The 24 months uh, prior to or after 1980, you can go above or below ground. It's up to the choice of the individual. So Arlington differentiates between above ground, below the ground. The in-ground is a little stricter criteria than NCA, but the above ground is obviously a little less rest- uh, less restricted than NCA is. So the Defense Department has put together a panel to take a look at the various possibilities. Who's on this panel? It's uh, military retirees, uh, and they're charged with looking at different options of extending uh, Arlington. How do we make this? So some of the options that have come into is uh, the possibility of extending the current footprint. Uh, they did the Millennium Project, which is, took a section on the backside of Fort Myers, and that created about 27 acres of additional space. And they're currently under undergoing the, what they call the Southern Expansion, which is a small plot kind of out there by the Air Force Memorial. And that's going to give them approximately 38 acres. But it's, it's not enough to, you know, uh, extend the life of Arlington for a while. But those, that's what the committee's charged with, looking at options, whether it's uh, extending the current footprint, uh, changing the eligibility criteria, or a combination of both. Gerardo Avila of the American Legion. The Army vet works cemetery issues for the group, and he's tracking the work being done by a panel tasked with coming up with ideas about the future of Arlington National Cemetery. Here's the issue. It's filling up fast, and there's not much room immediately adjacent to the existing site. So, what happens when the last available burial space is filled? Even with a bit of recent expansion, analysts say the current cemetery could run out of burial spaces in 20-some years. One idea being considered? Develop another site in Washington, D.C. Maybe acquiring a different plot of land uh, that obviously would not be connected to the current footprint, but maybe somewhere in, in the Washington region, in the capital region, and we could call that Arlington. Uh, some people have expressed concerns whether it's it's that's you can actually call that Arlington. Uh, would it have the same prestige of Arlington? Would it be like an annex? Uh, so you know, people split on whether it's good or bad. They talked about the the retirement home, the uh, Airmen Soldiers Retirement Home, as a possibility. Uh, but I think there's also people that do not feel that it would be proper to extend that because it would not be Arlington. It would just kind of be like the like I said, the annex of it. Arlington Part 2, yep. or uh, right, the annex. Interesting. So you mentioned that the panel's looking at uh, survey data. Who did the survey and, and when? Who was asked? The survey started about a year ago. Uh, it was created by the advisory committee along with the uh, Arlington staff. And it was basically charged, they try to aim it what they call four different personas, meaning retirees, uh, 
service members, family members of, of service members, and also just the uh, American general and public, you know, someone that might not have a tie to the military service. But like I said, being Arlington, I think they wanted to include everybody. And what they wanted was just feedback. It wasn't going to be uh, information to drive decisions. It was just to see, kind of begin the dialogue about how people feel about Arlington. And they asked very specific questions about, they tried to basically uh, empower them, give them the knowledge about these are the choices that we have to make. And if we have to make these tough choices, what do the people want to see? So the result of the survey is the majority of the people would like to see Arlington continue in perpetuity as an active cemetery. But we understand that in able to do that, we would have to make those tough decisions, w- which might um, eliminate some people from being eligible to be buried there. As families look at where their loved one might be buried, or as a veteran uh, in advance of passing away determines where they'd like to be buried, there's a certain prestige associated with Arlington, even though, as you say, these other cemeteries run across the country by the uh, uh, Department of Veterans Affairs are really quite nice. Absolutely. Um, There's one in probably every state or maybe some. Uh, But that's not to say that every veteran or every service member necessarily wants to come to Arlington. You know, obviously... If you're from whatever home state you may be, you might have plans that, look, I want to go to my home state because that's where I've been. Uh, A lot of veterans have uh, already private family plots, you know, where their family traditionally is buried at. And there's some of those. So not necessarily everybody wants to come to Arlington, but I think the prestige of Arlington, not just the location, uh, but I think also just the ceremonies and how funerals are conducted, that that all goes into making Arlington what it is. Because the Department of Defense participates, and that's been a challenge, in fact, for some of these outlying cemeteries, right, when it comes to getting perhaps a a firing battery to do a salute or even a bugler. As much as the services like to cover down on the funerals, it's just impossible. Uh, When I was on active duty, that was when we were on uh, detail. We went to go do uh, uh, funerals, I'm sorry, Uh, whether it was the firing party, the giving of the the flag, presenting the flag, uh, the bugler. And DOD cannot provide uh, the service or uh, a detail for every single funeral that that happens around there. Some organizations like the American Legion, the VFW, other VSOs do have firing parties so they can at least have that. So that becomes the challenge, I think, too. And it's also what does the family want to do? What kind of services do they want? Uh, very important to have the conversation with the veteran. You know, what do you want? What do you, what do you want to end up at? So I think that's part of the, the beginning of the conversation. And then hopefully trying to make plans so when that day of need comes, maybe everything will be um, kind of set. You speak to the issue of, uh, you know, the Defense Department because of the operational tempo of, of operating forces not uh, and, and the size of the force, not being able to provide these uh, people perhaps to do, you know, provide a bugler or the uh, firing detail. The other aspect of that, because of the operational tempo in war in Afghanistan right now, the number of people that we can anticipate burying in these cemeteries is, as far as we can see right now, going to continue, not at a peacetime rate. Absolutely, and... Arlington, um, part of the report, they released a, a statistics, um, the number of burials, funerals that are taking place, not just on Arlington, but also at the NCA cemeteries has increased. Uh, some of this is they attribute this to the boomer generation. Uh, you know, a lot of them are getting older. So this is going to increase the number, the demand, not just on burial ground, but also services, whether it's going to be your firing party, uh, the, the burying detail. So obviously this speaks to a continuing need for this sort of cemetery service. Absolutely. You know, and I think it's only going to increase here for the next couple of years. 
Uh, we mentioned World War II. Um, I don't know how many more World War II veterans we have, probably very few, but you talk about probably the largest veteran population right now, Vietnam veterans, and they're getting up in the you know, late 60s, 70s, so those are uh, part of the, the need that's going to arise from there for NCA. You see this, I would guess, as uh, a continuing imperative, too, for the nation to provide to these men and women who've served. So absolutely. I think that was part of maybe the promise that was made, you know, um, as part of your service, that you would have somewhere to um, be laid to rest. So I, th- I think it's part of the benefits and that we have earned through our service, yes. Are there things that uh, Americans can do voluntarily to help the Department of Veterans Affairs or the Defense Department uh, with regard to uh, you know anything going on at, at cemeteries, can people pitch in, in in some way if they'd like to? I think they do. Some of the best-known events are Memorial Day and during Christmas for uh, wreaths across America. And I volunteer at Quantico because it's near the house, and I know there's uh, tons of volunteers out there for both uh, the wreath and the flag laying ceremonies uh, and also for the cleanup. So I think this is how people can also get involved. But I think also NCA is trying to do a better job of Having a discussion with just the American general public, you know, making them aware. Uh, maybe there's a local cemetery. You know, some are small, depending on, on where you're at. It might be a rural place. So just making them aware that this is there. They're starting to build more interpretive centers where maybe they can connect the, uh, you know, who's buried here. And NCA is trying to go more digital. So it's not just about being buried there, but also carrying the legacy and the story of the veteran who's buried there, what they did in service. So kind of educating the community about, you know, somebody that might be buried in, in your local local hometown that you might not be aware of. That's interesting because often you get a sense of just scale and volume when you look at the graves rather than the uh, the thought about this particular individual in in this grave. Under secretary for NCA, uh, he's trying to digitize all the NCA cemeteries so maybe you can scan some type of app and it'll bring up you know uh, here lies uh, veteran Joe and he served from this maybe awards and maybe have a little bit of background so I think it's important to educate the American public like I said of who's actually buried there. When we talk about possible changes at Arlington National Cemetery what should people be doing right now if they have strong views as to how that should play out? When it pertains to Arlington, it's a very special place. And I think uh, now is the time to let everybody know how you feel. And, how, and if you do want Arlington to continue uh, being an active cemetery, then voice your opinion. Let them know Arlington's uh, willing to accept comments. So, And they're getting ready to release their second survey, uh, which takes highlights from the, the original findings in the first survey and focus more on it. Uh, But I think they just want the American public to have a dialogue about what should be the future of Arlington Cemetery. And would people participate by going to the Arlington National Cemetery website? They have a link there to the National Dialogue, so you can definitely let your feelings be known. Army veteran Gerardo Avila of the American Legion. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.